Welcome to our service podcast. Each week, we will have a different presentation, including different chants, different speakers, and different Dharma messages. In this program, we will participate in both seated and standing meditation, sutra chanting, and a Dharma message. From this program, we hope that you can gain some insight into the Buddhist teachings and into yourself. Let's begin our first seated meditation with bowing gasho, palms pressed together, held at your heart center. Bowing is symbolic of emptying our ego minds. Imagine your head as a bowl full of your ego. Tilting your head downwards empties the bowl. Now find a comfortable and quiet place to sit, a chair or a cushion on the floor. Hands resting softly in your lap, with your left hand in the palm of your right hand, thumbs touching, forming a circle. Your eyes can be softly open or softly closed. Find a point in front of you to focus on. Breathe gently. Inhale, count one. Exhale, count two. Inhale, count three. Exhale, count four. Or just breathe without any distractions. We will begin at the sound of the bell.
Please join me in Gashou. Namo Amida Buts. 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 Take a moment to stretch your legs, and we will have standing meditation. The feet should be about shoulder width apart, with the knees bent slightly. Upper body position is the same. Back straight and centered, shoulders relaxed, eyes half open. Standing in this way is a reminder that we can extend this way of being to our life when we're not engaged in meditation per se. We might be having to wait for someone to arrive or wishing some person would help us. They don't seem to be interested in our problem. Instead of becoming upset and agitated, we can have a moment of standing meditation.
Please put your hands together in Gasho. Bow. Namo Amidabutsu. Namo Amidabutsu. Namo Amidabutsu. Namandabutsu. 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 Return to your seat or cushion. This completes our standing meditation. Please return to your seats. We will begin sutra chanting. Sutra chanting is actually a portion of a sutra that we will chant. Most sutras are far too long to be able to chant in one sitting. So for us, we're usually chanting a verse out of a longer narrative or prose. And that's why each line consists of perhaps four or five or seven characters. When we chant, we read from left to right, just like in English, and we move down the first column, and then we move to the second column, and so on. Open circles represent bells for the chant leader to ring. So we always begin a sutra chant with two bells. Whenever we change a section, we use one bell to kind of signal that we're changing from one section to another. And then when you end a sutra chant, you always end with three bells. Each syllable here is written in Romanized characters, English characters, and each syllable here represents a kanji, a Chinese character, and it's written phonetically. It's the sound of the character. The vowels have the same pronunciation independent of location or their neighbor, so this is different from English, and the vowel sounds, uh, I've been told, resemble those in Spanish. So we have A, E, I, O, and U, and they're pronounced A, E, E, O, and U. And then you'll see italicized lines. Those are leader lines that I chant alone. And you will also see underlines under some of the characters. And that means that rather than each character getting a single beat, an underlined character will get a beat and a half. And to kind of make up that little extra time, the next character in line will only get a half beat. And what you do is you don't really Concern yourself too much about the meaning of what's being chanted. This isn't flashcards. We're not trying to learn something. This is a ritual. And so we chant together as a feeling of oneness. Don't worry too much about how you're doing. Be aware and mindful of each character. Uh, this is a form of meditation. Uh, rather than silent meditation, we're meditating through sound. So, you know, you see the character, you say it, you forget about it, you move on, and you say the next character. And over time, it becomes effortless, and you'll begin to memorize it without realizing it. All right, we're going to chant uh, Jusege on page 39. Jusege is another poem or verse that can be found in the larger sutra. First, you have the Sambutsuge, then you have the 48 vows by the aspiring student claiming and proclaiming his desire to seek Buddhahood. And then after that, Jusege stands for repeated vows. So three of these 48, he considers to be the essence of his practice, and he repeats these three vows. And again, italicized lines are leader lines, open circles are bells, underlines are a beat and a half, and that means the next kanji character or sound is going to get a, a half beat. And we chant down the first column, reading left to right, and then down the second column, reading left to right. And then as we get about two-thirds of the way down the second column, you'll see that line has all underscores on it. Ko, ku, sho, ten, nin, to, u, chin, myo, ke. So we're slowing down. I've mentioned before that the first two bells means we're beginning a chant. And then 
that single bell there means that we're changing section. And it's a little bit like a train. You start out chanting slow, you speed up, and then you come into the station and slow down. And then we do Namo Amidabatsu, as we do on all of our chanting. And then we end with the Ekoku. Dangon Cho Sengam Oh, then.
く毒
that we associate with the Buddha. Reverend Adams challenged us to expand our notions about this meaning and to think beyond the usual connotations of parents as only a father and mother. And indeed, many of us don't have a conventional father and mother in our lives. He asks us to consider all types of relationships that can represent the guiding hands of wisdom and the loving tenderness of compassion that we associate with the ideal parent. Through various skillful means, wisdom and compassion come to us in many forms and in many kinds of relationships. These are not idealized notions of symbolic Buddhas, but real-life people in our everyday lives. We are constantly beset by beasts and brigands coming from both within and without, manifesting in the many challenges, doubts, fears, and uncertainties of our daily existence. These are all points of intersection, moments of choice. It is in those instances of difficulty that the Buddha's wisdom and compassion often comes in just the way we need them. To illuminate a flash of insight, a moment of Shinjin. Today we stand at another intersection as a Sangha, a community, a state, a country, and a world as we face an unprecedented global pandemic. For each of us, it is a time to reflect and decide how we will deal with our own situation, our own intersection, and move forward. The Buddha Dharma is here to help and guide us with wisdom and compassion. And that is my hope for each and every one of you. Please join me in Gasho. Namo Amidabutsu. Namo Amidabutsu. Namo Amidabutsu. Namo Amidabutsu. Namo Amidabutsu. Namo Amidabutsu. This concludes this podcast. I hope you feel grounded. I hope you feel different than when you began. And this feeling you have, I hope you take it with you out into your everyday life. It's important to develop these qualities in a controlled environment like this podcast. But the aim is for the effects to begin to bleed out into your everyday life naturally. My wife once sent me a meme on Facebook that said, yoga works, but only if you show up. And I feel that way about Buddhism and about meditation. It surely works, but only if you stick with it. And you have to get to the point where it becomes something natural and effortless in your life. And if you have high expectations and you're trying to rush the process, you actually retard your ability to change over time. You don't want to grasp it. You don't want to hang on to it. You just want to experience it in a regular practice and integrate it into your everyday life. So thank you very much for coming. I will close with Gasho. Hands together and we will bow. For access to more content, please visit our YouTube channel by searching for the Orange County Buddhist Church. There's over 40 different videos, all about 15 to 20 minutes each, from Dharma Talks and Adult Study given on Sundays at the Orange County Buddhist Church by various ministers. Please attend online. This program was presented by Reverend Ellen Crane with Reverend John Turner Minister Assistant Ron Tabor and Minister's Assistant James Pollard.
Executive Producers, Reverend John Turner and Jim Scott. Produced by the Buddhist Education Center of the Orange County Buddhist Church, Anaheim, California, USA. Directed and engineered by Reverend John Turner. Edited by Jim Scott. This program includes excerpts from Time Stood Still by Riley Lee, used with permission. Copyright 2020 Orange County Buddhist Church, Anaheim, California, USA. All rights reserved. For more information about this or other products, groups, and activities, BEC classes, or temple services, visit us on the web at ocbuddhist.org or at our online school, everydaybuddhist.org.